I think I was conceived to fucking turn the TV channel. You don't have to use a butt plug to buy a butt plug. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that can stare directly into a solar eclipse and not damage its eyes. I remember there was memes where Trump was looking at it. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember any specific ones, but it, I think he didn't have the glasses on. He didn't. He looked up at it. Uh, he took a couple glances at it, too. <laughs> I just remember it was a big meme, like my sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. junior year, one of them. That's the guy who had the nuke codes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blum Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 187. Yep. Keep coming at you. Keep pumping them out. (laughs) Pumping you full of it. All right, Jack. How would you like to head on out to the lobby? Yes, I would. Well, good, because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. So, Jack, you sounded a little more excited to get to the lobby today. I did my homework. You did your homework. Well, so let's do the let's do the lethal weapon thing. Well, first. I run the lobby, Jack. <laughs> well, it, it's weaker than the rest that I have. Okay. All right, so last week I asked Jack to do a couple things. Uh, of course you know, you listened. Number one, he was not real happy with uh, Lethal Weapon, and so I said, okay, Jack, you're uh, you're the director of the one releasing in the summer of 2023. Who's going to be your uh, main three oh, actors shit. in it? <laughs> well, now I thought he did his homework. Well, I did, but I didn't necessarily really th- think about it. As hard as I maybe should have. Was it the summer of 2023 that threw you off? Just now, because then I'm like, wait, this guy's kind of old. Okay, well, okay. So you can remake the movie at any point in time. Okay. Funny side note, I had to look up Lethal Weapon because I forgot what it was. What do you mean you forgot what it was? Like yesterday or the day before when I was doing this, I, I forgot. I was like, what was that movie? I forgot what it was. You forgot the name or you forgot what the movie was about? It was about. And and then I I looked. I had 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 a name written down and I was like, I need to look this again. And I saw the cover and I remembered immediately Mel Gibson. Yeah. So I got um, Woody Harrelson as Mel Gibson. All right. I can see that. I can see him being a little loony. Um, I just remembered this guy's name. I wrote down Anton Chigurh. Javier Bardem mm-hmm. as um <laughs> I don't remember the bad guy now. Gary Busey. Yeah, I, I could see him being a little more talkative and less evil and more special forces. Um, and he's creepy. And I think this movie, Lethal Weapon, could have been a little darker. And you know, they had Mel Gibson like shoving every weapon ever straight in his mouth and crying in the very beginning. And so I didn't see an AT4. He like he t- takes a pin out of the grenade and is like, wait, never mind, and he puts it back. And it's just like you're gonna show that. You might as well make the rest of the movie kind of dark too. Look, so I think Anton Chigurh could have added some darkness. True. And then I got Denzel Washington just because you know I could see him playing uh, 
I forget the guy's name. Saw guy. Danny Glover. Yeah. Uh, but being actually Murtaugh. Good. And like, I, I can see. Well, who's getting too old for this shit? Denzel Washington's well, getting too I, old I for this of, shit? No, Woody Harrelson. But Woody Harrelson's Mel Gibson, you said. Yeah, but he's Woody Harrelson's a little old for Mel Gibson's role. Is why I was like, oh shit. Okay, but like you're Danny Glover was already kind of old. I know, but you're putting these people right in those roles. So you have one of the older detective, and now he's getting paired with the younger guy. You know, he you've got the I'm too old for this shit. Well, can you see Woody Harrelson playing Mel Gibson or not? Can you see Denzel Washington playing Danny Glover or not? I'm pretty sure Woody Harrelson is older than Denzel Washington. Well, I I, I, I was put on the spot. I'm like, how many black actors do I know? You were put on the spot two weeks ago? To, well, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I told you this wasn't as good as the rest okay. I got. They don't really even have to be black. Well, but I, I don't know. I, I just kept it like that, you know? Okay, all right. And that's it? That's all you got? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. F. Fine. All right. Well, hang on because I didn't really think you would actually do your homework. I came up with a, a couple on my own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I got uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so which one is which? I mean, neither of them are the Danny Glover straight edge cop type they're gonna make the rock look older and he's gonna be <laughs> too old for the shit and kevin hart's gonna be the the loose no, cannon <laughs> that that is a fucking e dude okay well how about um samuel l jackson <laughs> okay and, and jamie fox yeah uh-huh yeah that's pretty good yeah i'll yeah, give that a c right? and then okay. i was gonna make uh woody harrelson the bad guy <laughs> well we both thought of him uh-huh i could see him being the bad guy all right, and and finally, this one is the best one. Um, you you've seen the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan playing both parts. <laughs> yeah. So I got uh, Steven Seagal playing uh, Martin <laughs> Riggs. Yes. <laughs> that I would I'd love to see that because um, basically the fights in the Steven Seagal movies where it's like showing their hands just jazz handing and there's just four. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's what all the fights are already like in Steven Seagal movies, but it would just be the same. Because, it's, you know, they can't show him fighting himself. So it's just going to be the same shots I'm used to that, that we all know and love. Yeah. <laughs> you think he's just going to wear his regular, like, all black, like, almost like one piece outfit with his ponytail? No, one of them, the ponytail will be graying a little bit. A little more salt and <laughs> pepper in his spray on hair. So. Yeah. Okay. I think that that's a really, that's funny. I like that. All right. I actually like that. All right, Jack, you got anything else for the lobby? Yes. Do you really? I went through the voicemail. You went through the movie mug and voicemails. I did. Okay. Were there any that were left by uh, There anybody? was a lot. There were, uh, well. But I, mean, I, I only got three of them. You only recorded three of them? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. What you got? <laughs> okay. Well, here here's the here's the first one. Hello, Vince and Jack from Movie Muggin. Mama told me all about you guys. You guys like shrimp. I know I do. Much love from Lieutenant Dan. And me, Forrest Gump. Oh, <laughs> you cut him off there at the end. <laughs> I, I, no, I did not. Oh, it sounded like it. That's, that's, nope, that's just what was in the voicemail. That's sweet. That's yeah. sweet. We need to have him in studio. That would be awesome. He's, he's a good we guy. Get him and Lieutenant Dan. I bet there. he spent uh, New Year's with Lieutenant Dan a, a couple weeks ago as well. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Picked up some of those hookers again. <laughs> I hope not. No, Lieutenant Dan's married now. And he's got those uh, titanium legs. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that he like cleaned himself up. He didn't look like a pirate. 
All right. Well, that's that's nice, man. Yeah. Thank you, Forrest Gump. It was very we, uh, wholesome. Appreciate you listening. Okay. Hey, Vincent Jack from the bestest movie mug and podcast. You guys should do a meet and greet in Springfield Barts. Loves you guys. Dope. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> The great Homer Simpson. Yeah. Nice. He said Bart loves us. I know. And then he said his uh, famous line, dough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Homer and your doughs. All uh, right. And this this last one, I was a little surprised by this last one. I didn't know that this guy had liked us like, like this. When I'm not busy time kissing my son or cheating in football, <laughs> you can't bet your bandwagoning ass I'm listening to movie mug in. <laughs> Tongue kissing my son. Oh, that's the the goat, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> play yeah. that play that one again. When I'm not busy tongue kissing my son or cheating in football, you can't bet your bandwagoning ass I'm listening to movie mug in. Oh man. Uh, so we're recording this uh, before the NFL playoffs start. I don't I'm not sure when those even start, but his fucking team is in it again. They fucking, I think, are eight and eight right now and still going to go to the playoffs. I'm so fucking sick of Tom Brady. Fuck you. Quit listening to us. Gosh. When I'm not busy time kissing my son or cheating in football, you can't bet your bandwagoning ass I'm listening to movie mug in. Incestuous pedophile. I mean, he's not a pedophile. But, but it's yeah, nasty. He kisses his children on the mouth and it's not okay. Don't do that. That's gross. Don't kiss your kids on the mouth. That happened to... Uh, Lieutenant or Sergeant Murtaugh. Remember we talked about it yeah. last episode? All, he was kids barged naked in there and, his, kissing. And, and his like 19-year-old daughter kissed him on the mouth. I know. No. Nasty. No. Look, I think you can kiss your kids like on the cheek until they're about four. What do you think? I don't know. Because five, they're in kindergarten. And there's no need to walk your kid to class and give them a kiss on the cheek and then push them into a classroom. So don't don't kiss them on the cheek regularly, maybe at that point. But like, if you're like tucking them into bed or whatever, and there's like, the, oh, my creepy closet monster, you go check it out, kiss on the forehead or whatever and leave. That That's fine for a long time until, and when, when do kids stop doing that? When do kids stop what? Being I, I wasn't listening, of, sorry. Of a monster under their bed or in the closet, like nine. <laughs> you were you were nine when you well, quit no, being scared. I, of I don't know monsters was, under your bed. But like, I wasn't scared enough to not be able to sleep. I was scared of Gollum. That was my <laughs> thing. Gollum from Lord of the Rings was in my room. Yeah, and the Black Knight was in your uh, shower. Yeah, <laughs> I had to look in my closet every night before I got in bed, and then the closet door could not be cracked open. Fuck no. That had to be shut. Yeah. My my closet, I never opened my damn closet. And my room had two closets, but only one of them was mine. It had the, the regular closet, like with the door where you could walk in. Mm -hmm. And then there was another closet with the uh, doors like in Halloween that Laurie Strode hid in. Oh, those weird, like uh -huh. uh, like the scissor doors? Is that what? The I don't think they're called scissor know, they doors. Well, it's like two panels on each door. Uh-huh. And, and you pull out and they, and they open. And so... My mom like would keep her winter clothes in there during mm -hmm. the summer. Is that the creepy closet? I didn't like it, like <laughs> you know, because it had the little slats in it. Mm -hmm. it. It wasn't just completely closed off, like in like in uh, yeah. like in the movies when you hide in one of those, you can see you on the outside out. of what's going on in there. And so it, yeah, that one freaked me out all the time because <laughs> I just knew that somebody could just be standing in there at any time. So and, and now. <laughs> It's just kind of fucked up to have a closet in your own room that's not yours. Yeah, it's fucked. Kind of like yours. 
Yours is only yeah. halfway yours because mom put all your old toys in there that she will not get rid of. But yeah. you know, maybe we can sell them one day and make a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I have all my old toys in there. Got the fucking Imagine X castle in there. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. Where's that? Uh, Your sister, okay. I think, still has it. Um, I have the Imagine X ship. I have a regular ship. I have a castle. I would have the Imagine X one, too. I have a jungle playset thing. Oh, yeah. That one's cool. That one is cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, when your generation gets to be about 50 years old and they're like me and they start getting all this nostalgia that I've gotten, like yeah. I want to collect 1970s toys. That's what I want to do with <laughs> my money. Like I, I want to I want to have a room dedicated to all the toys that I had and all the toys that I wanted that I didn't get to have that my neighbor got to have because <laughs> he got to have everything. And like you got to go play with the real shit. Yeah, next door. And there used to be this football game and it was just this like think of like half a coffee table size and you would line up all the football players against each other. Then you'd press a button and the floor of it would just vibrate. And then each individual football players would just kind of move. And and you would hope like the one with the ball would go down. So it was just all luck. Yeah. And some of them would just be turning circles. (laughs) And you just have to keep resetting them over and over. (laughs) That is a horrible toy. It was cool as fuck though. Yeah. I'd rather draw pictures in the dirt than play with that. (laughs) <laughs> Not then, man. It's like like perfection. Dude, that was technology back then, though. Like perfection was like the worst, most anxiety-inducing board game I ever played, but that was like fun back then. Oh, yeah. Perfection was definitely fun. Perfection fucking sucks. But they had so many cool things back then that I would just love to have these days because it was awesome back then, you know? Yeah. It, that's the evolution. Yeah, like kids today, if I put... Like a, a nine year old in a room with a game like that and all the all the and all the toys I played with in the nineteen seventies, they'd they'd probably do a lot of this. What's this? And they'd play with it for about thirty seconds and then they'd go on to something else. What's this? And then they'd be banging on Where's the door wanting out. Exactly. <laughs> I think the older you get, the more nostalgia you get about uh, shit like that. So probably when you're about fifty, if you still have a lot of that Imagine X stuff and the shit that you played with when you were a kid, man, yeah, you'll be able to make a pretty penny on that. Yeah, I also got a bunch of my sister's clothes in there, including baby clothes. Yeah. There's her a fucking... prom dress, I think. Excuse I think me. I had her cap and gown in mine as well. Yeah, why the fuck do you keep a cap and gown? I, you wear it, I didn't even walk. <laughs> you you wear it one day, and it's stupid. Yeah. In, I, and I thought they just, like, lent you cap and gowns. No, it's fucking money grab, man. That's ah, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just reuse? Why do you got to wear something that looks so stupid to graduate? I don't know. Why can't you just fucking walk up there and get your diploma in whatever you want to wear? Good question. <laughs> no. I, mean, I don't know. The hats are stupid. The tassels are stupid. The <laughs> robes are stupid. And then they, they put some long flowing thing as a type of sash that you wear around your neck that drapes down the back. It's like, what the fuck, man? Those look stupid. You look stupid wearing those. You get the cords. Yeah. I mean, I guess the cords are better than pretty much anything. I, I if you know. earn the cord, Like you earn Weird cords, tradition, right? tradition, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have had any. I think my sister had a couple. Yeah, we just bought you the hat and a tassel, didn't we? Well, yeah, because I and you walked down the stairs. They gave me the option to uh, to walk or not, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, you're gonna wait several hours before they call your name. Yep, and and then you're just gonna go home after after you walk in front of everyone and don't do anything besides shake a hand you didn't want to touch and grab a piece of paper and listen to a bunch of boring speeches. Yeah, it's like. No, I'm good. I so I graduated and I drove to the the high school I I graduated from, 
got my file <laughs> with everything in it, my diploma, all that, and just left. Yeah, Jack graduated from an alternative school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a last <laughs> chance alternative school. Yeah, yeah. Pregnant teenagers, ankle monitors, mm-hmm. fighting. And you. Cussing. Yeah, and me. Yeah. <laughs> a couple more things before we move on. Um, we talked about Peninsula, um, Train to Busan Peninsula. <laughs> and guess what episode number that was? <sighs> Um, You're usually pretty good at these. 112? Until today. Uh, episode number 88, back in December of 2020 is when we did that. I thought it was 2021. No, it was it was 2020. Okay. <laughs> so almost 100 episodes ago. Wow. Yeah, crazy. That so, movie was awesome. I know. So that was Train to Busan <laughs> 2 presents Peninsula. So uh, we were having a good laugh about Big Jane and everything. So if you want to go back and listen to that, which I, I highly recommend, because I, I listened to it um, after our last episode when we talked about it, just kind of go back. And we were like... Uh, that movie fucking sucked. But we were... Delirious. Yes, we were delirious. It, it, put, it was one of those... How many times do you think that's happened? Like maybe four? Yeah. Four out of all our episodes where the movie just like puts us in a weird state of mind and we're just... Really giggly and stupid. Yeah, that was the movie for it, man. Yeah. Also, every night when your mother and I get in bed, Jack, I think you know where this is going. <laughs> uh, she uh, she goes to sleep, and then I watch TV. Yeah. Um, and so I'm always flipping around, and I always end up coming on something. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoops. Uh, and then your mother every night, and then your mother goes to sleep. Um, well, then that this one mom wakes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I come, up, I come upon something on the TV as, as I'm flipping, and I'll watch a little bit of it, and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to tape this, and then I'll you know, end up watching it the next night or something like that. So last night, I fly by this movie called um, The Assignment, and okay. so I, I click info to see what it's about, and it says, after being double-crossed, a hitman becomes a hit woman <laughs> with help from a rogue surgeon. What? She, she sets, this is ridiculous. Oh, it gets more ridiculous. That's okay, a B, this sounds like a B movie. She sets out for revenge along with a nurse named Johnny. Okay, so so let me tell you what it was. It is it is so so bad, and and I taped it because I got to finish it. So it should have been called the reassignment. Oh my! Yeah, yeah they really missed out. It's awesome. Yeah, actually, would have been fitting. It would have been very fitting. Damn it, they missed out. Um. So, it's Michelle Rodriguez, and they they put a beard on her. So, oh my god! And it basically looks about like the beard from uh, Team America: World Police, where they just trim their pubes and put some glue on him and just uh, throw yeah. that. It looks so bad, so so bad. And and then they give her like long hair, and she wears it in a ponytail, or he wears it in a ponytail. And they even go so far as to show him in the shower. Yeah. And then get out, and you know, they're showing the chest. So, okay, you can see it's a man. And then they show the dong. It's a pretty big dong. Okay. And so, this is, it's Michelle Rodriguez with a big dick and a beard and, and, and no, no tits. Boobs. Yes. Okay. It is so ridiculous. And then, like, this, the mafia comes in and they're like, um, we, we got a job for you to do, but you need to stay in town for a week and then uh, it'll happen. So, we need you to be here. Okay. So Michelle Rodriguez, playing a dude, goes to a bar and picks up a woman, and then there's a sex scene. 
And it is what? so bad. Like it Michelle Rodriguez. She can't do her voice. It, no, it, uh, well, I couldn't hear it, number one, because I, I, I have the audio yeah. down and I just read the um, subtitle. Yeah. But the sex scene, she's like standing up and the other person's standing up and she's like, so she's thrusting up with her body and it, it just, like, she has no idea how to fuck like a man. It looked <laughs> so, so bad. Then, teacher. So bad. It was hard for me to not laugh out loud. <laughs> So bad. And and, and so, then later on, she has well, to okay. take off her pube beard and her fake dick. No, 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 no. So what happens is the mob double crosses her, okay? okay? And so they come back in and they, like, beat her up real bad. And uh, so she's, you know, you're seeing it through her eyes. or They're, they're closing oh, and then kind of opening and kind of get blurry God. and then she's out. And then she wakes up in a hotel room or he, well... Michelle Rodriguez's yeah. character yeah. wakes up in a hotel room, wrapped up like a mummy. Okay. And so don't know how much time's gone by. It can't be much, right? Yeah. Goes to a, a crappy mirror, unwraps her head, and looks at her, and now she's like a woman. Regular Michelle yeah, Rodriguez. Just, yeah, just so she's, you know, no hair on her face. She's just the complexion of a woman. And then next thing she does is she unwraps, and she she pulls her titties out, and, and she's looking in the the mirror like she's grabbing her titties and she's like uh, like just looks just where's my dick and then it keeps on un- unwrapping yeah, and yeah and then uh, she and then she looks down and she starts feeling her puss and, and it shows it and, all yeah and she goes down on her knees and she's like no <laughs> no and then she gets back up and she starts feeling her tits again and then she puts her hand down at her, That's her weird. junk again oh my gosh Oh my gosh! And then there's a tape recorder, and Sigourney Weaver from Alien. She's in this. She's the the crazy doctor, and she tells her in, in this recording, "Hey, here's some pills you need to take to remain a woman or whatever." And I did you a favor. I brought you back to life, but I changed you into a woman because you killed somebody that was near and dear to me. And I did such a good job that nobody can tell who you really are because there's no scarring or anything. And it just it was like the script and just the whole premise. Explaining that, that why could, this impossible looking surgery happened yes, in this movie. And how like a day later there's no scars and like, you, you just can't you glue look perfect on me and like, I just look I know. like a woman. You have got to look this movie up it, and it watch takes a, it. a lot of work and because you gotta go to like appointments and get your, your hormones <laughs> and all that for Evidently years. You don't. No, no, you don't. Yeah, and then you gotta save up and actually get <sighs> the surgeries you want. Like it, it is not just so simple. I so part That's of so bad. Why couldn't they have just like gotten a dude actor that kind of looked like Michelle Rodriguez or Oh my god. Like part of me part of me was like, oh dude, I'm showing this. We're gonna do this on, on the podcast. But then it was last night and I was like, I can't not talk about this. <laughs> like I gotta get this off my chest. It just sounds odd. It was and then what? She starts killing people. I, I turned it uh I went I went <laughs> to bed. It off. But I but I recorded it, so I can I can watch some more later. It sounds so bad. It was bad, but you got to check it out. Like it, it's it's one of those things. It is so painstakingly awful to see, and it is so obviously Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> just in a beard. Yeah, and just the oh my god, it's just it's bananas, man. But do yourself a favor, check it out. Watch the trailer. Well, Jack, thanks for doing your homework. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. It was fun.
All right, last thing. Uh, you know the uh, Golden Globe Awards were uh, a couple days ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're a movie podcast, so you know we're all over uh, the Golden Globes uh, award show. Boring ceremonies are so fun to watch. Uh, yeah, we didn't watch the Golden Globes. I don't, we don't watch any of that shit. The so. Emmys? Isn't Emmys music? Uh, no, that's the Grammys. What is the uh, Emmys? Emmys is, I think, uh, television only, probably, maybe. <laughs> yeah, TV shows. The Golden Globes is TV and movies, and the Academy Awards is just movies. I don't know. I think that's you should only do like cool awards, not I don't. It's just so fucking boring. That's the MTV Music they, Awards. They did like a best kiss and best villain fights, and they had they fun just, with it. How do they make it so boring? I don't know. They do. And Beyonce for releasing another song that sounds like the last song she oh, released. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. For being somehow still relevant. Still hot. I mean, yeah, but you can't just be hot to be... Well, I guess nowadays you can with social media. Whatever. This year's Still Hot Award goes to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could never sit down and watch all nine hours of a fucking award ceremony. No, because really, I mean, there's a lot of stuff people don't give a shit about. The thing I do like about the Grammys is they have live performances, like kind of in between the different uh, awards. So you get to see, like, if Eminem's up for an award, then he may come out and play. See, that that is cool. And the MTV Music Awards, when those first came out, those were fucking awesome. We really enjoyed watching that. The MTV ones, from what you said, sound cooler. Yeah, and then I think Nickelodeon has uh, their Slime Awards or something. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, the Golden Globes, I, didn't, choice. I did not watch it. But Eddie Murphy got the uh, Cecil... I have seen this clip. The Cecil B. DeMille Award. That award is uh, for... Let's see. It's it's from the... It's it's bestowed upon you from the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Oh, wow. Yes, by the way. It is an honorary... Honorary? <laughs> it's an honor... I can't fucking talk. It's an honorary... Yes. Golden Globe Award... Uh, bestowed by the Hollywood Foreign Press for outstanding, <laughs> outstanding. And, and the thing is, you're also reading it too, so the words are the letters and words are right in front of you. It makes it harder to fuck it up. For outstanding contributions to the world of entertainment. So it went to Eddie Murphy this year. He's been in movies for like 41 years, which is amazing. I didn't know he still did movies, but it got me to thinking: What do you know Eddie Murphy from? Shrek. And the haunted mansion. Okay. Uh, and the comedy special I was not allowed to watch, where he dressed like Michael Jackson. Okay, that was Eddie Murphy Raw. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing this for like forty plus years, so it's 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 cool. Like I'd think of him from yeah, Raw and Delirious, Kicking and Screaming. Was he in that or the no, Daddy was, Daycare? Yeah, oh, there you go, Daddy Daycare. So I know him from Saturday Night Live. I know him from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Um, things like that. It's just when when I heard that he won, I was like, "Well, I know Jack watched Daddy Daycare." It's like Ice Cube, but but other than that, it's like uh, I, I don't really know how you know him. Back when I was younger, if you asked me the same question about Ice Cube, I would have said, "Are we there yet?" One mm -hmm. and two, <laughs> yep. and you would have been like, "See, I know him from uh, NWA and <laughs> all this other stuff." But yeah, he's a really, really funny guy. Really talented guy. He said the Will Smith thing. For yeah, me. well, that's what I was going to play, but now. But just in case that you haven't heard it, just in case you just woke up from a coma, uh, welcome to Movie Muggin. And I'm about to play 
part of his acceptance speech. And so he's telling the younger generation of actors and actresses uh, what his uh, secret to success is. <laughs> Do these three things. Pay your taxes. <laughs> mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name. Mouth! I wonder how bad it feels to be Will Smith seeing that. Uh... I'd, Will Smith's a fucking schmuck and a joke. No, he's not either. He he had a bad moment. A really, really bad That's moment. That's irredeemable. It's you are not a piece irredeemable. Of fucking shit. He, he did a piece that of shit. That makes you thing. a Karen. Look, I stole from fucking Target when I was young and I got arrested for it. Does that make me a fucking thief piece no, of shit you were for the rest of my life? You stole cassette tapes. Yeah. That is so much different than assault. No, it, it, assault it's assault in front of millions over a dumb petty joke that a comedian made about your wife who also like doesn't love you or whatever. Like there's this whole drama thing. Okay. It, it's it, it's beside the point. He he makes good movies. Look, that I I've seen a couple of good movies with him, but he's a piece of shit. It was a piece of shit move, no fucking doubt. But he it's, showed his whole it's his whole one, hand. It's one moment in time. But he showed his whole hand. He, what kind of person he, he is? Not necessarily. It was a dick fucking move. But I'm not going to call That's, the guy a piece of shit for doing one thing. You got it. It was okay, a piece of shit move. So if without I'm, a doubt. If I'm on the bus and someone made a joke about my mom and I went up and slapped him, that's one thing. But if I'm a big quadrillionaire and I'm the most fucking famous actor or whatever and I'm on a big show where everyone's kind of being professional and then he says one joke that makes him mad and millions and millions of people that's fucked up what's it's, the difference it's so embarrassing for whatever the guy's name is who said it I, I forgot Chris Rock I, I don't know him from anything I've never seen him in anything he's hilarious but that's so much worse. The scale is much higher. It's so why it's that's embarrassing, and you make yourself look worse. He's a which, human, but that's a huge calculation error. Of it was slapping somebody on the bus, you're gonna get ooze, and then you're gonna be the guy who slaps someone on the bus. It's the same but thing, he, though. It's the you same action. It's the same action. No, it is not. Bullshit. A it, slap yes. is a slap. Yeah, but whenever you do it in front of millions and millions of people, it definitely changes things. I I don't see a difference. Okay, this this is why this is a, this is why Chris and Erica are Team Jack. You make no sense. I agree. It was a shit move on his part. It was a piece of shit move, but it doesn't mean that the guy is a piece of shit. That's all I'm saying. A dick move, yes. It defined his career for me. <laughs> Did not define his career. It was it's it was his a most moment. popular moment worldwide, probably. I think Men in Black is a lot more popular than him slapping Chris Rock. I don't know. Men in, Men in Black has never blown up on the internet, from what I've oh seen. Oh my gosh, things blow up on the internet, and then people fucking forget about them six months later. The only reason people are talking about this <laughs> is because Eddie Murphy did a joke about it on the Golden Globes, which is the show that Will Smith punched Chris Rock on. That's the only reason this has come back up. Nobody's thinking about that shit anymore. Doesn't mean it's not a popular moment. Everyone knows it. Look, Rob Lowe... Fragile ego. Rob Lowe fucked a kid. Yeah. Okay, and he... And he's somehow still yeah, famous. Like, you can come back from should things. Should be in prison. That might not have been the best example, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he should be in prison. Yeah, he should have gotten a lot of fucking trouble, but 
people don't think about that anymore, except me, because I, I, I just I want to throw it in his face every chance I get. But and he's not even why why did he come back? He's he never went away. No, but I'm, what is his redeeming quality besides nothing? Rob Lowe? Yeah. Oh, fucking girls love him, and he looks decent. He's like he's like Ryan Seacrest. Like you know they're handsome, but it's like I don't give a shit about either of them. They're the most generic. Cardboard box human, whatever. You don't have a vagina. Vaginas well, care about Rob Lowe. But you, you know what I mean, right? He's handsome, but he's the most like. When Rob Lowe walks by, vaginas generic. are like, ooh, hey. Oh, he's fucked a kid. I, I want to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, what a great guy. He's uh-huh. a rapist. Yeah. And a C lister actor. And, and he's, you in, know, he's in commercials. Oh, he's on a show that's like on Fox or something. It's like whatever the latest nine one one show is. He's a fire chief or something. But <laughs> a fire yeah, chief? Yeah, that, that dude, man. <laughs> he I mean, looks more like a twink than a fire I, chief. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a bad example. But but people do. People can come back from stuff. And obviously, Will Smith is going to come back. I know, mm-hmm. or he never left. No, that was just a, a really horrible look. That has stained his career. 100%. Well, you can't argue that it has not not stained it. I'm not arguing. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't saying you were. I'm just saying nobody can. Yeah. That is a fact. That has stained your career. That was a horrible look. But at least he did not rape a child. And and Rob Lowe is... And not to say that Will Smith is like the greatest actor or anything. I mean, he's... He's pretty damn good. From what I've heard, he's like diminished over time. Uh, dude, I think, or maybe he hasn't. I mean, there's like no, a last new, year he a he, new movie in the black and white, like as a slave one. That yeah, looked, that, that looked pretty. That good. looks really fucking good. But that night that he slapped Chris Rock, he won like an Oscar <laughs> for playing uh, Serena Williams and Venus Williams' dad, uh, that, uh, King that Richard. Pretty good too. Yeah, actually, he's a really fucking good I, actor. I just I, never I, hear about him anymore. I was disappointed in him for sure because I he's like a likable dude. Other than fathering uh, Jaden Pinkett Smith, <laughs> uh, I, I think that, you know, he's overall been somebody that I've thought is a pretty cool guy, and I've overall enjoyed his movies. Jaden is a pretty good person, though. He's like an environmentalist. No, we've talked about this. He's got his own fucking water. Boxed and water. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, I know. All right, but- we're not talking about Jaden Pinkett Smith. <laughs> we talked about him like 20 episodes ago, and he got way too much airtime. But you know what I mean. You're you're. What's wrong with Jaden Pinkett Smith? Why are you hating on him? Hey, go back like 20 episodes, and you, you can hear uh, my stance on uh, Jaden Pinkett Smith. <laughs> it's funny that we say Pinkett as well. It's like Peninsula. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, today's movie came out in 2015. It's rated R, runtime of two hours. Damn. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a steaming 32%, while the audience gave it a 56%. Mm. However, IMDb gave it 6.8 out of 10 stars. That's pretty good. I'd say that beats an average. Okay. That's 0.2 from passing. I wonder what the average of all the movies IMDb has ever done is. I have a feeling it's around 6.8. I would say it's probably in the fours or fives. Hmm. There's so many dog shit movies made per year compared to the amount of really high scoring ones. Very true. So I, I would say the average is probably closer to the fives. You know what? If I have time... 
I would like to add up the average of all the movies we've done. Oh, God. What the Rotten Tomatoes score is for <laughs> yours, what the IMDb score is for yours. Just average. I think that'd be fun for our 200th. It's uh, a lot of numbers. <laughs> I'm not helping with that. It's a lot of crunching, but you don't have to do it all at once. I could sit yeah. down and do like 20 at a time and write it down. And That's I, true. I, I think that'd be interesting. Okay, um, carry on. The Mormon mothers tell us that there's violence and profanity throughout. <laughs> um, there are some familiar faces in this for you, some more than others, but... I think I counted about five people that you will see their face and know their name. Okay. Do I know this movie? Have I seen this movie? <laughs> you haven't seen it, but you know it. How do you know I haven't seen it? <laughs> because <laughs> you're doing chappy. Fuck, man. <laughs> I have seen this I once. I know. You talked all... And I, I enjoyed it. I have seen clips of it since, in the years since, and I'm like, that's pretty corny. That's not great. But this is one of those movies where you have to, and you can't, you you are have shown time and time again that you are incapable <laughs> of taking something for what it is and trying to have fun. That's not true. I watched Zombie Tidal Wave two episodes okay, ago. Okay, that's different, though. Zombie How's Tidal Wave is a joke. Yeah. Chappie isn't necessarily. All right, so, so that's uh, why you kind of have to do the separation thing that your brain cannot do. All right, so let me just let you know why I have a hard time <laughs> with Chappie. There was movies back in the 80s called Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2 <laughs> that had a fucking robot that did shit. And I, I don't even remember all it did. I just remember this is complete dog shit. I never want to see another movie with a uh, like a <laughs> like a funny kind of robot or something. And I, I guess Chappie starts kicking ass or something. If you say there's a lot of violence and There and is stuff, a lot of violence. I don't know, man. I, I have a hard time with certain kinds of robots. <laughs> and, and, and seeing the previews, Chappie fits that description. Yeah, so there's context you're, you're missing a little bit of, and he's not funny inherently. There, there's a reason why some of the things he says, he says it's, it's not supposed to be a comedy, um, except for maybe when there's two certain characters on the screen. Yeah, is that it's the... It's going to be wacky. I think you're freaky and I yeah. like you a lot. Die Antwoord, Ninja and Yolandi yeah. are in this movie. Yeah, do yourself a favor um, as we take this movie mug and pause. But they're, they're fucked up people. <laughs> go to YouTube. Don't, don't necessarily promote them. No, dude, I. you know what? And when we'll, you start watching their videos, you can't look away. Yeah, because it's a bit of a train wreck. Yeah, Die Antwoord. I think it's Antwoord. Word? Like O-O-R-D. Okay, die ant word. Something like that. Yeah, check it out, They're man. South African. Yeah, man. There's some weird people, It too. is so weird. And they had, like, slaves. What? They, like, adopted a kid and made it their slave. What? That's what I'm saying. You, I don't know if you want oh, to wait promote a them. Like, for real? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, if Rob Lowe can bounce back, then uh, die ant word oh, can, yeah, can bounce totally. back as well. Were they married, those two? I, th I think they're married, yeah. Hmm. I mean, they're together. Yeah, it man, it is. They are very weird. I mean, you watch their videos, you, you don't feel good watching them because it just is like. But at the same time, it's like grimy. I want to watch the next one. I think my sister told me about them for the first time. Um, yeah, it's 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 bizarre. And I had never heard of them before when I saw this movie, and I was like, "Who the fuck are these people?" They mm -hmm. play themselves, by the way. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it's like. Ninja and Yolanda, I'm like, these people are fucking weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, to go back to uh, making uh, your kid your slave, I think 
everybody does that to a certain extent. But this one, I'm was tired like of mowing the yard. Up. Let's have a kid. I mean, that's a <laughs> horrible way to do that. But I think I was conceived to fucking turn the TV channel. And yeah, and, and then and then when I went once, to kindergarten, once you have all of a sudden, the kid, you can do that kind of thing. But you don't go. Damn, I can't reach the remote. Come sit on my dick, honey. You know, I'm really tired of taking care of this house by myself. <laughs> let's let's have a couple kids to fuck it up, but then as they get older, They'll they're going to do better. all this shit. Okay. It's about time you've seen it. I mean, is it? And you, just because ever since there were previews for it, you've talked shit. Okay. That was I'll, I'll keep an open years, mind. Eight it, years it got, ago. Well, the previews look so bad. It didn't <laughs> make it... previews do look good. It didn't make it look like there was going to be real violence. It made it look like there was going to be like a cartoony type violence. There's a lot of shooting. And then Chappie would be like, ha ha, I got you. No, none. I mean... Stay down, don't, I don't get up. I don't remember all of Chappie's quotes, but it's it's... What does he sound like? I mean, not great. <sighs> Do you want me to tell you a bit of the premise? No, we're about to watch it. Yeah, he's not like a jokester robot. Okay. It's for a very specific reason. If he says something cringy or stupid, you will you will find out why. Okay. You will find out why. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2015's Chappie. I have no idea how you feel. Okay. And you're quiet. I heard a few sigh noises, maybe. Sigh noises? Something that sounded like it, but... Like a... <sighs> maybe not that... I, oh, I said sigh noises because I wasn't 100% sure it was a sigh. Was it... Could have just been more uh, like a, a heavy breath. Heavy breath. Uh, it was not. <laughs> I don't think you would ever just naturally make that noise. I don't. Um, I don't see a situation in which I a, would either. A cucumber out of your ass. I feel like you probably <laughs> would make that noise. I'd probably be like, you're, oh, you're laying on your stomach. Thanks, pal. <laughs> and they got gloves on, and you got one of those gowns. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be a weird night. <laughs> yeah. You wake up with a 12-inch cucumber up your ass. Gosh. <laughs> you don't know what happened? You try and do the Ryan Dunn thing? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that got up there. I mean, I was going to kind of spill the beans a little bit, but I think I'm just going to keep you guessing for a little while. Okay. It was not what I expected. My, I will tell you that. Yeah. I, and I don't think you hated it, but I don't really think you really liked it either. I Yes, there is still some stupid robot shit, but... I was trying to explain without saying it earlier is it's different. It's they put a consciousness in it. So it has to develop and grow up. Well, hold on. This is my 50 cent tour. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let me give it the 50 cent tour. This movie is about robo cops. Yep. Basically that have been uh, developed cooler in uh, South Africa and yeah, they are much cooler looking and they're just badasses, man. They go out and they, they uh, go on the front lines and they arrest people and they get into firefights and stuff. And uh, that was a great clip in the beginning. Yeah, it started off really fast. Yes, it did. Slowed down. So you can see these RoboCops in action, and they are very, very good at what they do. So then you got um, Dion, who uh, is from uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Yep, Dev Patel. Mm -hmm. I like him. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's the brain behind these uh, RoboCops. He made and the code. Uh huh. Probably designed how they look and everything. Yeah, too. but he had this shit little cubicle. Yeah, it's like that motherfucker should have a corner office. 
Yeah, I don't know. I found that to be very, very odd. That was stupid. But in the meantime, he's working on being able to give a consciousness to uh, one of these robots, which he does. But at the same time, there's this um, big uh, gang of the city, and um, some of his minions are uh, the people from Die Antwood, Ninja, and Yolandi. Antwood. Antword. <laughs> Die Antword, Ninja, and... Die Antword. Yeah, that's Die Word. Um, Ninja and Yolandi. Yeah. And who play themselves. Yeah, which that adds a lot of... If they weren't in this movie, it would have been so much more generic. Mm-hmm. Because they are two of the most unique and weirdest people ever. I... Right there with you. And they're just weird. And... Even though I said that slavery thing, that they might have had like a child slave. I read up on that just a little bit. It's true, right? Well, at least... Allegations. Okay, allegations. Well, pretend they're false when I'm about to say this, because there is a little bit of jealousy to be had about them, you know? Wait, what? Not because of who they are, because I I wouldn't want to be either of them, but they're like the ultimate big F.U. to everybody, you know? They're exactly who they want to be. And in the end credit song, he's saying the same thing that fucking Dion said to Chappie. It was like, don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything. And in the credit song, he says the same shit. He's like, fuck you. I do what I want to do. That's very admirable. It I, is. For somebody just to be like, I'm going to be exactly who I want to be. I don't give a fuck what anybody, anybody, yeah. anybody thinks. This is who I am, man. There's a lot to be said for that. It's weird to call them admirable, but they they, <laughs> yeah. they really are. Like, not, not sure that's the right word. But they're uh, not necessarily someone to look up to. Not someone to admire. But in certain ways, sure. So they are kind of the minions of this this major um, gang leader or whatever. Crime boss. Yeah, which I didn't like him. I liked him. He was. I mean, he was stupid though. Well, you could tell he was real stupid. Well, he was all brawn. Uh, exactly. No what, brains. What do you expect? I from- want that. A, Give me that. What do you expect from a low-level, money-hungry, roided-out, brute gangster? You don't expect. I mean, a little a, more a, IQ. A brainiac. A little more IQ. He, he was a dumbass, but you know, in that kind of area where it's like that area seemed fucked, extremely impoverished. You you don't expect a guy in a pinstripe suit. You you there's a guy who grows up and he hits his growth spurt early. Yeah, and then everyone starts listening to him and following him. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Now he's twenty eight, and he's buff with all these tattoos and a golden stockless AK. You know what are you gonna do? <laughs> are you gonna be like, I'm smarter than you? Let me do this? No, you're gonna fall in line. You're gonna fall in line and hope that one day he dies, and that maybe people will upgrade you to the boss. Anywho, uh, Ninja and uh, Yolandi. Um, I guess they go out to do a job for this big roided out gang leader and it doesn't go well. And so the gang leader is going to kill them. And uh, he talks them out of it uh, only if they can get him $20 million in a week. And so they decide, you know what? These uh, robo cops are fucking everything up. What if we got a remote control to one of the robo cops and then we could control them or shut them down and then we'd be able to get the money. Yeah. And so they learned that, um, um, Slumdog Millionaire guy. Dion. Dion is uh, kind of the guy who's uh, made those. So they kidnap him, take him back. But it happened to be the day that he had the consciousness file with him, and he had a spare body Mm -hmm. in his truck. So they built Chappie. Yeah. 
And Chappie has consciousness. He starts out like a little kid, and then he grows up pretty quick, and he's learning things. And uh, they basically teach him how to be a, a South African gangster. Yes. They teach him how to walk. They teach him to uh, kind of brush his hand against his mouth after he's yeah. done talking. Like, in a, like with your they can't thumb you, under Jack. your nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't. Yeah, this I know. A, this I know. is an audio podcast, Jack. Um, they, and teach they teach him to shoot, too. They teach him how to walk like a gangster. They, they give him some gold chains. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Hugh Jackman, he has this other big, huge robot. Think of something that you might see in Avatar. And, uh, yeah, exactly. He wants to be, he wants his robot to kind of take over. You know, he, he's missing out. Yeah, he, but Dion's robot is way better. Uh huh. And so he sets it up to where things get all fucked up. And so he can come in and save the day. And then uh, it doesn't work out for him. He goes after Chappie. Chappie and him fight. And uh, Chappie wins. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chappie's badass. <laughs> no. I'm going to leave you guessing for a little bit longer. Let's uh, see what the internet has to say. Oh, and in the very end, Dion gets shot. Chappie learns how to move consciousness because, you know, he's a robot and he scanned the whole internet, knows everything, and then transfers Dion's body into a prototype Chappie robot, whatever. Because Dion got shot. Yeah. And, and was so, about to die. Yeah. And then Chappie's battery and his model is all fucked up from an RPG and so they had um, the battery had fused, and so once it died, it was over for that body. So they transferred him too, and Yolandi died. In the very end, they transferred her into a body. So the robot, the robots are rising. Yeah. So basically, Ninja's gonna die and turn into a, a kick-ass robot. They made Yolandi's look all special for her. <laughs> his has to look fucking sick. Yeah, they'll they'll get his consciousness and, and put it in some crazy-looking robot eventually, and all four of them <laughs> will live uh, happily ever after, like forever, ever, ever. And they need to scalp him and put his horrible haircut on his head. It was perfect for him, though. I know! Just think of a, a mullet that is, well, kind of a, a mohawk mullet is kind of yeah. what he has. Think of the ugliest things and how it would never look good on anyone, and you put it on Yolandi or Ninja, and you're like, they rock that. Yeah, Ninja's haircut... They're just weird. It's horrible, but it looks good. Yolandi's haircut... <laughs> it's so fun. It's like bangs, but they go so far up her it's like forehead. like cut right at your hairline yeah. and short. Yeah. And then she has this big thing coming out the back. It's very, very strange. And yet she's strangely kind of cute. Yeah, she's like what I like to call trash hot. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, she is hot, and I, but I don't know how proud I am to say that I would hit that. <laughs> you know, like this? Yeah. You, yeah. You're you not calling her ugly or anything. Like, yeah, she is good looking. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I want to tell my friends because I feel like it's easy to have the opinion of you're insane. <laughs> like, why would you ever bang that? Last week, you were all wanting to tell your friends how you got your ass eaten. And now you won't tell your friends that, that you're way uh, different. banging Yolandi. So would you rather get your ass eaten or would you rather bang Yolandi? What kind of question is that? I I thought I, want I to bang old Yolandi. Okay, I thought I knew you, but then last week you're all talking about wanting your ass eaten. Hmm. Yeah, you know, if you brought home Yolandi, I would be like, man, she's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I feel like that'd be I can not yeah. too unfitting for me. It would not be too unfitting. You know, for the, you. if if I came home with a girl that looked like she did like baton twirling, <laughs> you know, and and she wore those stupid little fucking boots. With the heels, you know? They have, like, the zipper on the side that all the white girls wear. The ones who have a country club that they go to. 
that would be weird. Wouldn't you would be weirded out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she has you start dressing all proper. Oh, God. You're wearing sweater vests all of a sudden. I don't think I could ever be so pussy-starved that I would do that. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe, but... But I, you want me to wear this, and it's going to end up good for me tonight. All right, change my whole life for that. Like I'm for a little while. You, know, you could you get you tired of it. Find it somewhere else, man. Like, but yeah, I, I do. I'm kind of happy you would say that. That's not surprising, or like, uh, it wouldn't be that much of a surprise if I came home with a girl like that. It really wouldn't. <laughs> it really wouldn't. And she's talented, man. Yeah, she has some pretty good music. Yeah, we were just listening to a little bit right before um, we came back on air. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, get a cease and desist sent to us, because uh, I'm going to play a little bit of uh, their stuff. Well, I did just say I would bang her, and you call her cute, so maybe they won't. Maybe, maybe not. Ninja might get mad, though. I feel like he's, he's very... I feel like he's either angry or angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but just listen to uh, Yolandi's raps here, man. It's It's pretty crazy. So don't even pretend you weren't nodding your head to that. Yeah, it's a, I really like that. Because you 100% were. You were too. No, I'm talking about our listeners. Oh. Um, so whenever you hear a song and you're like, that voice is bullshit. Like when people try hard to Like sound, Britney Spears when, when she sings. Yeah when, they, yeah, when they try super hard to sound a certain way. Yeah. It's like, ugh, but she... That's not far from her talking voice. She couldn't sound any other way. Uh, exactly. She she just sounds like a mouse by default. It's like, a, hey, try a deep voice, and it would sound just like that. <laughs> yeah. It makes that sound more pleasing and less annoying, because mm -hmm. that sound can definitely be annoying, but I think they do it right, too. And they have the, such the weird spunky attitude mm -hmm. and the confidence. And their videos are crazy, man. Watch yeah. their music videos. So <laughs> wild and some disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't make you feel very good, but they're fun to watch. Yeah, I totally yeah. enjoy that. All right, let's see what the internet has to say about this movie called Chappie from 2015. In the near future, a mechanized police force patrols the streets and deals with lawbreakers. But now the people are fighting back. When one police droid is stolen and given new programming, he acquires the ability to feel and think for himself. While the robot, dubbed Chappie, puzzles out human behavior, the authorities begin to see him as a danger to mankind and order. They will stop at nothing to ensure that Chappie is the last of his kind. I mean, sure. Yeah, a, a lot of this movie was uh, Chappie character development. So yeah, he starts off slowed it down a lot. So he only has like uh, five days left of battery, and when he first gets the consciousness, he is like a little child. He's scared of everything. He's he hiding behind talk. rocks, and uh, they kind of have to coax him out, and they teach him like word like a couple words at a time. Mm -hmm. And then by the end, man, he's just like, he evolves so quickly. He's a scientist. Uh-huh. But most of his influence was from uh, Ninja, uh, Yolandi, and a guy named America. <laughs> I, I really like <laughs> the K. The three of them were awesome. Yeah, they were all gangsters. And, and really, Ninja was a great gangster. Yeah. But they're teaching Chappie 
trying to teach him how to be a gangster because they have this idea that there's going to be a big heist because they have to get that uh, twenty mil for that yeah, other guy, that big roided up guy. <laughs> yeah. So they're I forgot his name. Hippo. Yeah, <laughs> his name was Hippo. A great name. <laughs> and he's like he's pretty shredded. He well, not necessarily shredded. He looks like he used to work out for like fifteen years straight in and prison, then, and then stopped like four months before that this was made. He looks like he was straight out of prison. Yeah, with his haircut. Uh huh. He he and his teeth. He he just looked like he's raping everybody in prison. Yeah, yeah. He looks like that guy. He was the giver. He, he <laughs> yeah, had absolutely. A, he had like short dreads on top he, that were his, rolled real tight that that didn't go very high. Uh, like. Probably it was like the fifteen light bulb. of them. The yeah, bottom of the light bulb where it's not glass. It was like a bunch of those on the top. Yeah. And then long dreads in the back. And that was sick. It was a good look. I look. All the gangsters in here had good looks that worked. Yeah. I, I really, you know, it, at first you're set up not to like Ninja and Yolandi yeah. in America because they're they're fucking awful people. But they're the main character. Mm-hmm. But they like they kidnap people. They don't mind killing people. And really, at first, um, Ninja, man, he's a hard ass, you know? Mm-hmm. He's he's wanting to kill everybody. He doesn't like that Chappie's this little baby just because he he wants him to turn into yeah. this fucking gangster who's going to kill everybody for him. But later on, he he softens up and uh, becomes daddy. Yeah. And Yolandi's mommy. Yeah. And, You're smiling about it. And, um, <laughs> As if you actually liked the family dynamic. Maker, which was... Uh, Dion. Dion. Dev Patel. Yeah, said, hey, I created you. You will not commit any crimes. Mm-hmm. And promise. Yeah. He's like, what's a promise? Tells him that, and then they promise. But Ninja had this way of uh, tricking him into, hey, these people stole my cars. You need to go teach them a lesson yeah. and steal my car back or take my car yeah. back. And so... <laughs> and teaching him... You don't need to shoot people. You can just throw these ninja stars at them, them and it'll it'll just make them sleep, and they need the rest or whatever. So pretty soon, Chappie's going out and committing crimes and stealing cars and being part of a a heist there at the end because yeah. he's been told that he's going to get a new body so he, so he won't die. And as soon as you can make that separation of human and robot and Chappie and just consider him as a, a developing human, it makes the movie not a 32 or whatever Rotten Tomatoes gave it, in my opinion. This movie is fun. I mean, it, there's slow parts. It, it, in the middle, it slows down quite a bit. But I would say that this movie is very fun. You, you keep it light in your brain when you're watching it. You don't want to fucking... Like, it's not bad, but it's not great. But if you take it for what it is, like I always do, you have a great time. There's parts that might make you be like, ugh, like that wasn't great. But then you got to remember, it's literally a, a child... It's not just a robot. It is now a child. In his formative teenage years, they're teaching him how to walk like a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on, he's grown up quite a bit more, learned so much from the internet, and is like a scientist. And you got to be along for the ride for that. It's not a robot. It's not as corny if you think about it as a human, because it's programmed to be a human now, and it's learning from humans. So that's how I thought of it. So how much longer are you going to hide your true feelings for the movie? Uh, you know what? Let's just get into uh, favorite parts. Um, I liked when they were training Chappie with the like the knives and shit, and he like karate kicked that wall. I thought that was pretty cool looking. The brick wall just yeah came down. I I really loved how the robots looked, and I thought their ears looked cool. I I liked 
the final battle whenever they got home with Chappie and then the gangster showed up and then Hugh Jackman showed up in his thing. I, I don't know the action. And I really liked all the action in this movie. The, the first shootout where the cops showed up and it it showed the, the robots in action and just all the gangsters fighting. I just, I'm a sucker for gangsters. So, so this movie, I think in the previews, I saw Chappie talking like a gangster or yeah. something. And, and out of context, you're like, really? Oh my gosh. Context that's so fucking is stupid. Everything so I think for this movie. Once I saw that, I'm like, that that's. This, I'll this never is, see this. This is complete shit. trash. And, <laughs> and, and, and like you talked about wanting to see it. And I was like, there's no fucking way I will ever watch that I movie. I remember. That movie, no. And, <laughs> and I think that's why, is because I just, I saw that. And they just kind of. I don't remember anything in the previews that led me to believe that this movie was going to have like real violence and and some blood. It and, seemed like a PG movie and, from and, the the trailer. And I don't remember it being rated R. I I, I didn't either. It, it felt like from what I saw, it was going to be PG. I thought it was PG thirteen when I was going to pick it, and then I read that it was R. And we got to see some things. Mm -hmm. America got stomped on by a robot. And then the robot proceeded to rip him in half at yep. the waist and throw the rest of his body yeah. at the wall. And there's a waterfall of blood going down the wall. It's like, this movie had good action. So from the very beginning, when the RoboCops are out on the town and uh, policing, and then they do that raid on the gangsters, it's like, oh, <laughs> this is completely different than what I thought it was. I think another one of my favorite scenes, which, you know, it was a sad scene, was... Uh, mommy, who was played by uh, Yolandi, I mean, she was really loving. You know, at yeah. first she was she was a hardcore gangster too, but then she kind of it's a baby, it's her child. She kind of took over, like I'm your mommy to the robot. Which coming out of my mouth, if you haven't seen this, sounds really really fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, but it it's showed, a human. Like it, I said, it is a human. It showed her caring side, and like. Ninja was like, I'm your daddy now, but he still had that ulterior motive of you're going to help me yeah. wreck shit, but not Yolandi. And then in the end, uh, Yolandi got shot. It was a really cool shot because she's just do, wearing do. white mm -hmm. and you just, she's getting shot from a long ways away from one of those guns that a the shells are, are just flying out mm -hmm. as they're coming. And it wasn't really a slow motion. It was just a really beautiful shot. Of her getting killed. That was a great scene because she lifts up the gun and it shows her eye in the sight and it's like aiming at you and you see the shot because Ninja was trying to sacrifice himself so they could get out of there. And he like turns around, no! And and yeah, she got like platooned. Yeah. Willem <laughs> Dafoe kind of got like riddled with bullets. Um, what color was her gun? She had a pink like Mac 10, Mac 11. Their guns were awesome. And he had... It looked just like some kind of M4, and it, it was all yellow, and they were just, they're very bubblegum, or she's very bubblegum, he's very black as night. It's a serious. weird dynamic. Yeah, she's the rainbow to his dark side, mm -hmm. and it's very cool, and yeah, I, I like how not serious they could be, like, she had, like, elbow guards and, like, knee guards and stuff, <laughs> and they're, like, bright yellow, bright uh -huh. pink, like, bulletproof vest that's like yellow or pink or sky blue or whatever she had it as. And they were just living in this abandoned warehouse. It, that it they, was a factory. It was a big factory. They had completely outfitted in their style with all this graffiti on the wall, mm -hmm. 
a lot of it like says fuck you, but then a lot of it There's might a, be a this, this cute little like uh, minion looking things. Yeah. And, and like a lot of their furniture was pink and yellow and different colors. And they had like these stacks of speakers that they had a TV stand on. It was outfitted really, really cool. The the layer was fantastic where they lived. The yes, setting it was. And it fit their personality so perfect. Like you said, you'd think that they had a hand in this. I, my guess is they're like, hey, man, you guys are, are the main gangsters in this. Uh, we love your style. Bring in your people and, and do this up however you want it. So if they're going to do a gangster movie in South Africa, I feel like either they had talked to Yolandi and Ninja before or they decided it and then were like, these people would be great for the movie. Let's add them, you know? Or maybe they just ran the town and it's like, if you're going to do work in South Africa, <laughs> you got to go through us or we got to be a part of this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, just on here. The budget on this was $49 million. Guess how much it made? I think 17. Uh, 102. Hey, it was a million dollars. It was a box office success. It was a box office success. <laughs> Even though the ratings were terrible, a lot of people went and saw it. We've said it before where Rotten Tomatoes, it's like bullshit. It, it can be. Sometimes it's kind of right on the money, but there's been multiple times where it's like, really? This is either not that good or this is not that bad. They gave it like a 32 or 38. Th this movie, come on. This movie is not in the 30s. This movie's passing, I think. <laughs> it's all so hard to tell. Why are you... Uh, why don't you... I mean, are you just going to wait until we'd score it? I don't know. I was kind of going to let you know from the beginning, but then you was but like, I, I have no yeah. idea, so I just kept on my poker face this whole time. Yeah, I'm in, but I'm you've also it. been like, you smiled naturally talking about something, and I already contemplated in my head if that could have been an act, but you're not, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't think to do that, and it, it looked too natural. And then you just gave me a weird smirk like you hated the movie just now. <laughs> And I know that one was more on purpose, but it was also more of a, a satisfaction that I, you know something that I don't kind of smirk. <laughs> and that you know it's eating me alive. <laughs> All right, bucket of chicken. Diane word. word. <laughs> and that's how you give it to both of them at once without cheating. So, I mean, Dev Patel, he was great in this movie. I like him as always. And two, it, the two movies I've seen. They could have got anybody to play that. They could have gotten anyone for that or Sigourney Weaver. Or Hugh Jackman for Or that Hugh matter. Jackman. But I think they were all great for their roles. Not anyone could have done it, but not only them could have, in my opinion. Yeah, mine goes to Die Antwoord uh, also. I, I think, um, yeah, they were they were the stars of the movie, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you got this robot chappy that the whole movie's supposed to be about, but those those two stole the show, for sure. And their music is in it, and just... Yeah. Uh, most of the movie is just in their style, you know? Okay, score time. I think 100. Whoa! I, I was really lagging in the, in the middle, but just talking about this movie, it kind of feels one of a kind. Okay. I don't I don't see how any movie could match some of the styles that were in this, mostly brought on by Die Antwoord. And those people are just they're awesome. The two of them are awesome. They're a great duo. They're funny, they're unique. They make cool music that's good for robbery and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
and they're just they're like contagious. Like they make you want to they make you kind of feel happy. And in, yeah. in, in kind of a weird way. I don't disagree. You feel like they probably shoot up at home and are just weird and kind of filthy, but you really like it and you really like them. What if they're not? What if they're just chill? What if they go to the country <laughs> and club? What if they don't look like that? That's just characters. I think they look like that. I, that is definitely them. But what if they just like get up in the morning and they like read the read newspaper? The paper, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have coffee. And they're like, hey, you want to watch Survivor tonight? Sure, honey. <laughs> you know? But you just, you cannot help but love them unless you're like my grandma's age or just weird. Or possibly their adopted son, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're just, there's just something about them that's just awesome. And it's, they're infectious. It makes me feel happy when I see them. <laughs> and I just, I they added so much to this movie and... They made it so unique. Um, I just, I loved everything about this movie. I mean, just talking about this movie makes me happy. And, and fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. Don't listen to us. A 38 or 32, whatever it was that you gave it. Fuck you. That's bullshit. Also, the audience gave it like a 56. Also bullshit. And IMDb, I appreciate you giving it a 6.8. That's higher than the average. But fuck you, it's not a 68 either. So a couple things. I, I think most people went into this movie with expectations. And my guess is some of those scores are based on those expectations. But with numbers that low, I wonder if the opposite is true for a lot of people that die ant word is just too weird. It's for off, some people. I bet it's off putting and I bet they didn't understand. If if you don't know who they are and that they're actually like musicians and real people who are just so far from the norm and you can't appreciate that. I, I can't see that them being the main characters being all weird and like these, where are these people from? They're like an, from another planet. Well, I, I think a lot of people might think, Oh, they're just trying to copy like some characters you would see in Mad Max. Cause those, those people would totally be. <laughs> yeah. With the same haircut. Helping, too. helping guard the gas from, from the <laughs> yeah. other people. You know? Those are gas town people. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think maybe some people who don't, know them or have never seen them ahead of time or can't just just can't appreciate yeah, them for who they are might have found them off-putting i i can see that i didn't really think about that and then some but. people might have thought that this was going to be i don't know more of just a uh, heavy robots fighting instead of like the story yeah. of a sentient robot that was a child who was Talking like a gangster. Yeah, and just developing and having all that. He said, fuck mother instead of motherfucker. Yeah. Which, that was kind of corny that he never learned, even though he got super smart. He learned he, everything else. He yeah. didn't learn how to say motherfucker correctly. But whenever he was five and saying it, or I'm guessing around five, it was cutesy. It, it was funny, and it, and it added up. It made sense. So I was digging it. Well, first of all, how long do you think it's been since you've given a hundred? Because you used to hand them out like it's Halloween candy on Halloween night, <laughs> right? Or what about Halloween candy on some other night? <laughs> why? Why did you have to specify this on Halloween night that I was <laughs> handing out Halloween candy? Look, technically, you could <laughs> hand out Halloween candy whenever you wanted to, and you wouldn't be handing it out very much on November first. So, <laughs> okay, I stick with that point. <laughs> 
Uh, you know what? It's only been like four episodes. You gave a, a Benjamin a 100. <laughs> so the reason it feels like that is because our new schedule. I know. I know. It, it feels like the last time I, I even got to pick a movie was like fucking, I almost said last year, but I didn't wasn't meaning to make that joke. It, it feels like it's been like three months. I know. I've, I've made a, a, a Benjamin movie. feels forever ago. That was my last one. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was and that like, was that was 183. That was like and this seven is, months ago. And this is 187. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh man, you didn't even give fucking Willy Wonka an A, and you gave a vengement and I didn't a give Willy Wonka an A. You gave it an 88. Mm, I guess what I was what's wrong with maybe you. Maybe I felt kind of bored. You were salty or something at that point. I think I was mad about something. <laughs> that would I mean, there, there's no telling if I'm gonna be mad after a movie or not. <laughs> it just kind of can be. So you were digging it until, until they taught Chappie how to talk like a gangster, and they they kind of gave him that whole move my hand across my yeah. face whenever I'm done talking. So the, the talking kind of drove me crazy. <laughs> but one saving grace is there's a movie called Boy uh, by Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. and he's he's in it also. And Chappie sounded just like him. And I really like the movie Boy. And I like hearing the way that he talks. So after a while, in my head, I was just kind of hearing Taika Waititi mm-hmm. talking. So I was able to stomach it. We'll watch Boy at some point. I don't okay. know if we'll do a show on it or not. But it's uh, you'll, you'll hear him in that and you'll be like, oh, fuck yeah. That sounds just like Chappie. And so your grievance here, I am fine with it. It makes sense. It was... Cheesy. It's cheesy, corny, whatever you want to call it. But you can decorn it or de-cheese <laughs> it a little bit by realizing he doesn't know any better. That's that's how this movie, in my mind, gets away with so many things that could be considered totally obnoxious or cringe or just super cheesy. Because you know that's what else are fucking children. The, it's just cringe. It's just cheese. I know. It's it, just but, obnoxious. That's just... So then you can call it child behavior rather than that is fucking annoying. I get it. I get it. Uh, I, I was saying that more to the people, not okay. necessarily to you. He did play with a Barbie doll and cut its hair, too. Which well, he was, was very young, and he loved his mommy. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't find that weird at all. And the way he was so scared of Ninja, especially after Ninja dropped him off someplace... And he ended up getting a Molotov on him and beat up and his arm sawed off by Hugh Jackman. Mm -hmm. And then he came home. Of course, he's going to be all scared and so timid and shy like that. So he got his arm sawed off, but they had an extra (laughs) one and they just able to pop it right back in. Yeah, Like, wait, that went in way too easy. He said plug and play with the, Uh the joints and stuff. You can just take it off, pop it back on. But that goes out the window once the socket or whatever. Wait, maybe they cut it off below the socket so they could pop out. I, I think that's what they did, is they popped out the little bit that was left and then yeah. put the, the arm back in. Which is interesting because uh, Chappie ended up popping out Hugh Jackman's uh, arm. Yeah, he threw him. That was, I loved that fight. Just I, whipped his ass. I thought that fight was awesome. And a robot fighting a human, usually, in my head, is that stupid. Obviously, the robot's going to punch a hole in him, or they're going to clash hands, and he's going to bend his wrist backwards with no effort. But I, I was able to so... I, I humanized Chappie so hardcore that he's just... 
He's just a human in a robot body, uh, the same way that Dion later was a human in a robot body. That's just how I thought about it. And when he's so fucking mad that Hugh Jackman killed Yolandi, and he just goes there and he beats the shit out of him, breaks his arm, throws him through a wall, throws him up into the ceiling, and he falls down. Like, it was just an pure ass-beat technique is what probably some other people call it, but me and my friends will say that. You whip out the ass-beat technique. And after Hugh Jackman is like one poke from death, he's like, I forgive you now, and walks away. And it's like, I wish that's how the world worked. I wish I, I wish you didn't either... You, Jack, when, well, hold up. When do you ever forgive somebody? Well... You, but you know what I mean. There, you have two choices. You don't even understand forgiveness. You have forgiveness or, like, revenge. Okay. But he just did revenge and was able... He had the decision of, I got all my revenge I wanted, and then the convenience to himself of saying, yeah, I forgive you now, after I got to break all your bones and beat you into within an inch of your life. I don't know. I just... I, I loved that fight, too. That, that might have been my favorite part. All right, you got anything else? <laughs> uh, no, I know you do, though, but, you know, I'm not sure we'll get to that anytime soon. Yeah. I feel like you're going to torture me a little longer. I hope you pass it. That's yeah. my main concern is I <laughs> hope. I would be kind of upset if you give a 70. I want to be, <laughs> but I really don't know what I'll get. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else we can talk about, so I can yeah. just leave you twisting in the wind for a little bit. How about an in the news with Jack? Or you know, uh, I won't get up and leave because I have to hear it. <laughs> um, I like this movie, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did enjoy this movie. And how does it feel after all these years of shitting on it? Anytime you heard about it, oh, that dog shit. Was, oh <laughs> hell no, I'll never see that. How does it feel to be? I mean, I was pleasantly surprised to be completely flipped upside down. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, I pretty much enjoyed the whole thing. You know, there weren't really not to. any parts. I mean, there were some like cheesy parts, but you know, you can kind of overlook some of that stuff, which which I did. So, um, you know, I'm gonna give this movie uh, <laughs> an 88, Jack. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Up there with Willy Wonka. It was good. It was a good movie. It really is. It's hard not to love Chappie. Like you know those movies. Stupid name though. I and mean, yeah, but Yolandi made it, so it's it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. That's, well, that's another thing. Like Chappie, why would they name it Chappie? But there's only one Chappie, and he was an Iron Eagle. He's <laughs> I'm completely forgettable. It was Lou Gossett Jr. He was the one who uh, helped the 15 year old boy fly the F 16 or whatever over to uh, some Arab country to uh, rescue his his uh, father. I was, there's one thing I remember about that movie, and that's. There's a scene where there's a metal watchtower and they shoot it with whatever guns a jet is equipped with, bullets. And it they shot it at the legs and it completely blew up like a nuclear explosion. I don't remember the story. I don't remember there being a story. When I think of Iron Eagle, I think about the guy in airplane who's like sweating real bad cuz Iron Eagle was kind of like a spoof movie and I No, keep, it wasn't. It wasn't? No. <laughs> It was not a spoof movie at all. That movie was so bad. It was so funny. What though. do you think you gave it? I gave it probably like a 50-something. You gave it a 50. I gave it a 56. <laughs> it was it was it was a fun movie I just, when I was a teenager. 
Chappie was played by Lou Gossett Jr. and he decided to uh, to help him uh, <laughs> get over there. And you know he always listened to Queen on his little Walkman. And then, uh, but but Chappie, this could be completely made up, and I'll take it. <laughs> but but back. Chappie also left him a, an audio tape too. And so when uh, when the dude, I don't remember his name, he's flying toward the air. Chappie place. was an old man. Yeah, and so Chappie would be like. Right now, you might be flying over this island right now, second-guessing if you can do this or not, Scott. <laughs> that's but, uh, ridiculous. Yeah, it was great. So that's Chappie. That's, that's, there's one and only Chappie. You, Did he die? No. he. I think there was Iron Eagle 4, 5, 6. I think he's in all of them. Seriously? There's, there's that many more? Uh, there's a lot of them. I don't know how many. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Iron Eagle. You know, maybe one month. It might be fun just to uh, pick one of the movies we've done and do... Two sequels? Yeah. Or you could do Iron Eagle 3, and I'll do Lethal Weapon 4. Just some random where we know both are not going to be too good. Or we could do a sequel where we don't really know. Yeah. I think that would be fun. But I am delighted with your 88. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is awesome. I enjoyed this movie. and it's, it, was it's, inter- it was entertaining. Fuck you if you didn't like this movie. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I loved to this movie. Own, obviously. I, I'm not ashamed to say that I loved him a movie considered to be dog shit by everyone that wasn't meant to yeah. be dog shit. Yeah, it was enjoyable. I, I enjoyed watching this movie. It was entertaining. All right, you got anything else? No. All right, Very ladies happy. and gentlemen. I'm content. Good. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 187 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. Uh, although I say Twitter, don't really do anything over there, but maybe by the time you're listening to this, we will have somebody that, uh, an intern or something who will, uh, really be interacting with you guys out there. I don't know where we're going to put their office. Yeah. Well, they don't fucking need an office. They're a fucking intern. They can go stand <laughs> they, in the they lobby. They do Twitter posts. They can just stay at home. Throw a lawn chair in the lobby for them. They'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, scratch up the marble floors. If you would like to be an intern, uh, movingmugging at gmail.com, <laughs> or if you'd just like to reach out to us and, and say hi, uh, you could do that as well. Uh, we will answer. We answer all emails. We're not too big time. To do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have a website, moviemuggin.com. You can go there and uh, you can listen to episodes on there. You can uh, click on links to uh, submit questions for Ask Jack. You can look at all the movies we've mugged in alphabetical order. Or you can go to our merch store. And ladies and gentlemen, our merch store doesn't just have movie mugging gear. It has many other designs developed and designed by yours truly, <laughs> Vince from Movie Muggin. Yep. And some fun stuff too, man. Like just seriously, go over there and look. Uh, you can get a a bag, a mug, all sorts of stuff. And, butt uh, plugs? No. Why do you, Why do you keep saying like dildos and butt plugs? It We're never going to offer that. Why? You don't think it would be funny to be able to sell who is, at some point in your life? To just, who cares? It's not. It doesn't have to be. The butt plug could look like a pop socket in the back, right? Yes. And so, and that would have our okay. our logo right. on it. Yeah, and I'm saying that. you don't have to use a butt plug to buy a butt plug. <laughs> I could see a future where I open a gift. Oh, it says from Vince on it. I wonder what it could be at, at Christmas. And you got me some weird butt plug. It's a gag gift. I was going to get you a dildo, but uh, <laughs> your mother, <laughs> absolutely not. Don't you dare Why? get him a dildo. Why? What's her fucking problem? Look, okay. She, what what she said, she's like, look, I already live with y'all, 
right? I already have to put up with y'all's shit and hear all the things you say. You know, she won't listen to this podcast. And she knows ever. I'm gonna go upstairs and flip it over. So the she's like, the last thing I need is for Jack to have a dildo in this house because I just know I'm gonna open a door <laughs> and there it's gonna be. I'm gonna look in the mirror one morning and it's, oh. it's gonna be looking down at me and I won't be able to reach it. I mean, I you want know, you to be kneeling by a door and I I come up and I suction it on the door and slam it. Oh man! So she was like, "Absolutely not." So, well, if you, you want one, what? you got to get it on your own. I, I want one for the studio. How <laughs> funny would that be? I'd have to buy the perfect one that is funny. I don't want one that doesn't look like a dick, like the tentacle ones and yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, I think I, I put I a, want a suction cup one like somewhere. What that, color? I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. How I feel I about it. I kind of want it to have like a a pink. End. Like there's some that are all one color. I want it to be more detailed than that. I want it you to seem ha- like you've already done a little shopping. No, I haven't. I mean I've seen many a dildo, but I never shopped for one. Why have you seen many a dildo? There is a YouTuber I watch. He's really funny, and he prides himself in having a very large dildo collection. And he has a video purely for trick shotting his dildos okay. that he made a, like All right. a little long ago. He's you've seen him before. I, I bought his shirts. He he's the guy with the long dark hair who talks real mm-hmm. monotone. It's yeah. him. Okay. He's he's just a funny dude. And so I've seen his dildos. I've seen I've just seen dildos. All right. I want a, a funny one. Okay, so maybe one day a colored vein on my dildo. Oh gosh. Um <laughs> So maybe one day we'll we'll sell some movie mug and sex toys, but that I don't would know. Be fucking hilarious! We should mold our hard penises. Oh god, no! <laughs> you can oh. do that. I know you can. And then create our own line of here. You can buy Jack's dildo, or you can buy for those who can't really handle very much. You can buy the Vince dildo. <laughs> <laughs> That's our starter. Uh. Our starter dildo. Those of you on a sad old man penis. <laughs> yeah, we, he couldn't get fully hard for the casting. <laughs> so you, you get a, a half-chubbed old, yeah. old man dick. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, With some low-hanging balls, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why, why, you going to put your balls on it? I guess a lot of dildos have balls. What's the... Uh, Mo- why? Why? Do dildos have balls? Yeah. I guess so they can what, slap the, on the taint when you're using them. The I don't know. And they're, they're not swingy balls. Well, they're, but they're, they're cushioned, I suppose, for the taint. Yeah. You know, it feels more realistic. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about you having a dildo in here. I'm not real sure. Well, it's not just me having it in here. This is our room. I know. <laughs> you I know. would have co-ownership yeah, of this just, dildo. I think I'd laugh at it for a while, but then I'd be like, oh, man. You get tired of it. Dildo looking at me as I'm recording this episode. Suction it to the inside of the door so it's behind you. <laughs> I think I'd rather it be behind me. <laughs> put it on the. Put it on anything. I don't know. If you get one, I'm sure we can find a place for it and in here. But until we get uh, dildos and butt plugs and and uh, things like that, um, you'll just have to settle for t-shirts. But we do have a boner jams t-shirt. Yeah. So uh, you know, if you like things that are hard, there you go. All right, well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you have yourself a movie mugging day. See ya. I always say yes to boobs and bacon.